Welcome to the Bitchin' Brainstorm podcast with Elaine the Brain Terso. I believe that every problem has a solution. So the episodes you will hear will be live strategy calls with real entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck. We will spend a few minutes bitching about the struggle and then move forward with finding solutions. You will hear topics about launching offers, mindset, marketing, strategy, and so much more. Remember, we are both the problem and the solution. Now let's get out of our own damn way and get shit done. If you are an entrepreneur and would like to receive a live strategy call, please visit bitchandbrainstorm.com and fill out an application. We would love to have you as our next guest. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Bitch and Brainstorm podcast. I am your host, Elaine the Brain Terso, and I have with me a new victim. We're going to put her ass in the hot seat. And I'm going to ask her to tell us who she is and why she's here, what the hell is keeping you stuck, and let's see what kinds of solutions we can come up with together. I'm going to let her borrow my brain and y'all get to listen in. So, Ms. Brittany, tell us all the things about you. Yeah. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Um, so my name is Brittany Dixon. I'm the CEO of Brittany and co, and I help entrepreneurs work smarter, not harder by putting systems and backend business organization in place. Um, so the short version of my story is I went from being an event planner and organizer to a home organizer, to a business organizer, So most people just say that I have organizing in my blood. Um, I've always loved it. I was that weird 16 year old with like color coded binders and all the things. My friends are like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I've been in business as Brittany and co since 2018. I had started the professional organizing company back in 2015 as like a side hustle. I actually got fired as an accidental entrepreneur, kind of like jumped into it. Um, and then obviously the crazy, insane roller coaster of entrepreneurship and all the things. Um, mom of twins. So my twin girls are nine at the time of this recording. Um, dog mom, love board games. Um, honestly, I created my business for them so that we could have the freedom to uh, travel. We do a lot of camping and really just be able to impact a lot of people while working from anywhere. So. Um, I am here because I've hit six figures three years in a row, but I've not been able to get past this like $110,000 mark. Like I keep hitting it over and over and over. So obviously what I'm doing is working. Um, I have a lot of clients, um, for two different ways. I have VIP days. I've got a group coaching program called hustle to flow. Um, but I just keep, I'm hitting the ceiling and trying to get past it. And I have all the infrastructure and systems, obviously, because that's what I do in place to take on more VIP clients and hustle to flow. But I think it's the marketing side because I'm an operations, like logistics and checklist kind of person. Um, I'm an introvert, so I don't like being on social constantly. I'm also a projector. So I would rather people just come to me, (laughs) like come to me and pay me and I'll change your life kind of thing. But me having to go find the people has been difficult. Um, so really I think it's the marketing side of things and the launching side of things that I have just never been good at executing. Now I can organize the crap out of all of that stuff. Right. But, (laughs) But knowing what to do to be able to organize it into a project or something has, has been a struggle of mine. So marketing has never been my jam sales pages. I hate them sales, copy writing, like stab me in the eyeballs 7,000 times. <laughs> like, let me organize your Asana and I'll be in there for eight hours. But all of that other stuff is just not, not my jam. So that's okay. why I'm here. All right. So <clears throat> I did hear a little thing come through. I was like, Oh, <laughs> I heard you talking smack about yourself. Uh, I mean, hear it. That could be there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. So, um, do you do any educational content? That is mainly what I do. (laughs) So all the tips and tricks, I have never been good at like the emotional content and the storytelling content, which I think is part of the pitfall. Um, I can give you tips for days, show you the behind the scenes, like here's the checklist, here's the workflow. But I think that it's not landing with people as much because one, because they're just really overwhelmed and like, it's a lot of information, 
but I think they're just not connecting. Um, just because I'm not as open and vulnerable on social. Uh, so yeah, we have tons of educational content, motivational, all of that jazz, but I think it's the storytelling that I don't think I am as great at. So where are you posting your content? Um, so I have been doing a lot of Instagram. Um, I feel most comfortable on there. I feel like most of my people are service providers, course creators, things like that. So I feel like there's a lot of my ideal client there. Um, I've started to do some LinkedIn, uh, with the group coaching versus the VIP intensives that I do. I kind of have two different clientele. It's hustle to flow is the group coaching and they're kind of like newbies, they're two to three years in kind of throwing things at the wall and nothing's working. They're not organized versus the VIP days are me coming in and like doing it for them instead of the coaching. Um, so I kind of do have that, the two different ideal clients for sure. Okay. Um, and so my question is, so I'm a huge fan of TikTok. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now that if you want to reach a bigger audience, that's where you need to be. Okay. That makes me have high blood pressure. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But here's, okay. here's what I'm, here's what I want you to think about. Okay. Yep. If you could have a 60 second conversation, you reel them in with a hook. Like what's the thing you want to, what problem do you want to help them solve? You tell a little story, small, short story about why people struggle with this. Maybe it's a personal story. Maybe it's a story that you see a client has struggled with. You're literally just throwing in something to tie them into the solution at the end, which is here's the solution. So let's, let's, let's do a practice. Okay. Okay. So tell me what is, um, one commonality that you see that the people come to you and they're like, and you see it all the time. Um, I mean, time management or lack of time management is huge. Okay. So you could say time management. All right. That's a huge one, right? Everybody wants more hours in the day, but how do you get it? Yep. And so, um, so you could say, are you struggling to manage your time in your business? Here's a solution that I came up with. Um, but first I want to tell you about, why and how I came up with this or how this helped somebody. So you could say my client, Sally was struggling with this. She was constantly scrolling on social media all day. She was working on things that were not income producing. She was focused on things that were the shiny objects, right? And really what she needed was she needed X and here's your solution. Yep. And this solution has helped her go from uh, not working all day and I'm not getting anything done to productive and accountable and focused on working on the right things. And if you need help with that, here's the system that I, you know, three tips, right? Yep. One, two, three. Um, if you would like more content like this, follow me, um, DM me, whatever it is, right? So, if you can do those, you can make TikTok videos. Okay. <laughs> like literally it's, I, I can understand the fear behind it, but if you're making Instagram reels, if you're doing any, and I'm going to tell you right now, video content is absolutely where it's at. All of the platforms are pushing it more. Yep. And if you want to, so I kind of, I use Toys R Us as an example. A lot of Toys R Us closed yep. all across all across America. All the Toys R Us yep. is closed. Because why? They were not keeping up with what people wanted. They weren't growing with the trends. Online shopping, Amazon became one of their biggest competitors. People just wanted the convenience of buying something at their house and having it delivered. They didn't necessarily want to go to the toy store and, and the experience of going to the toy store for adults was like, oh my God, my kids are going to throw tantrums. I'm just going to order the damn thing online and have it delivered so that I don't have to deal with it. They weren't 
creating an experience that people actually wanted to go to. And because of that, they closed. So you have to stay relevant. And right now, when you have Instagram telling you what kind of content they want you to be putting out there and people aren't listening, they're no longer interested in just having you post pictures. They want reels. They want video. Yeah. Right. YouTube. They want that's video. That's a, that is one of the, that is the second highest search engine is YouTube, right? Google number one, YouTube number three, Pinterest number, number three, right? So making sure that you are creating content for those platforms in the way that they want you to create content and just literally try it and see what happens. I, I would challenge you to go start a TikTok account and post consistently for 30 days, three times a day, literally one minute segments. What can you talk about for one minute and just do three videos a day. Um, I actually have, I, I, if you are interested, I actually have, I did a whole free TikTok for beginners class where I literally went through and I have screenshots and everything you need in order to figure out how to use the platform, how to edit, how to do all the things. I will send it to you if you want it. Okay. Yeah. Because it really is like the difference. I've seen people post the difference between they posted something on Instagram and they posted the same thing on TikTok. And the difference, the exposure that you're getting by posting on TikTok versus Instagram is huge. Okay. It's absolutely huge because you're, they, they push your content out to people that aren't necessarily following you. Yeah. Right. So putting yourself in that position and putting yourself out there, talking about who you are and what you do commit to 30 days, three videos a day. You can batch create content you can save it in your draft. So on Sunday, when you don't want to shower, cause that's me, I don't want to shower on Sundays. <laughs> then I have videos, I have videos stored that I can post that day, you know? So yeah. The other thing Do I you, talk- are cap our captions and music super necessary music, not necessarily. Okay. Music is not necessarily important. And, um, some of the creators are, you know, I, I follow a lot of, um, people that are TikTok experts or whatever, um, they're kind of starting to say that, uh, talking content is becoming more relevant necessarily than music content. So there are trends you can do where, you know, it's kind of a voiceover and you may be, you know, um, like today there was someone that, oh, this is the new trend. Um, and it was like, they have a confession. They've never told anybody they like, they're obsessed with peanut butter. And I was like, but (laughs) It's like a voice over that you can have text on the screen that is essentially talking about something you're obsessed with, not necessarily peanut butter. It could be anything. You could say, I'm obsessed with systems and processes and and organization and things like that. There are so many things that you can do. So many things. Um, I would go find people that do what you do on TikTok. And look at what type of content they're creating, right? Um, it took me a while to find entrepreneur TikTok, not going to lie. Um, but it is, you know, now that I'm there, I'm like, yay, I'm in finally an entrepreneur TikTok. Because there's right. like different little levels, I think, you know. Um, TikTok definitely thinks I'm a lesbian, <laughs> which is really interesting based on my algorithm. <laughs> Oh goodness. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it totally thinks I'm a lesbian, um, based on, uh, this, this stuff. And I think it also thinks I like horses. I'm not mad about it, (laughs) but I don't own horses. I have no desire to own horses, but I do think they're adorable. Yeah. And dogs, all the dogs, all the, um, (laughs) all the dogs. I'm also a dog mom. So we have that in common. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So if you were to kind of Take yourself out of your comfort zone. Try something new because here's the thing. If you want to get a different result, we got to be willing to do something different. Yep. 
And the definition of insanity is uh, doing the thing over and expecting different results. <laughs> right. So, um, I think it's important that we, you know, do something different, that we try different things. So when is the last time that you had any sort of launch for um, your programs? Um, yeah. So hustle to flow is evergreen. Um, we did do a push back in October of last year because we increased the pricing. So we did like one last push on the old pricing and got quite a few people come in. Um, so we have not done a new launch on the new pricing because mainly because the first half of this year was crazy, but, um, we are kind of in that mode to get ready for like back to school, back to business kind of situation and do a, a launch at the end of the summer. Uh, but yeah, we have not done a launch with the new pricing and, and got new people in. Okay. And then what, um, what are your favorite platforms? Like when you're talking about systems and tools and programs, like what's your, yeah. what are your, 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 your top favorite things? Yeah. So we are Asana for project and task management, Kartra for all things, online marketing, funnels, sales pages, email marketing, and then 17 hats for CRM scheduler proposal contracts payments for one-on-one services. Okay. You want to hear something funny when you mentioned, um, stabbing yourself 17,000 times in the eye. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I said the same thing about Kartra. Okay. <laughs> and it made me want to stab myself in the eye. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. It's, it's a beast. It's a beast. Not going to lie. Yeah. So here's something I'm just going to tell you this because, yeah. you know, uh, I'm all about keeping it real. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I recently, uh, like literally last week signed up to, um, white label, um, go high level. Okay. And, my plan with that, and you are totally welcome to, um, take this and run with it or whatever, but being able to white label a program that I can then have residual income off of, um, because literally I, as, uh, what I love to, I love to make stuff like that is my, that is my jam. I love yeah. to, I do done for you services because I love to help people like entrepreneurs, um, primarily, um, create, hold on. My daughter just showed up. Let me close the door. You're good. Go, 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 go. Now I have to edit. <laughs> Dang it. Damn it. I locked the door. So she's not going to come in. My daughter is here. So now all the dogs are like, ah! of course, that's how she's it goes. 25. I think it's <laughs> my daughter. Yeah. My daughter. I was like, who the hell's here? Um, okay. Okay. Take a pause for a moment. So I know where I need to, where I need to do that. Um, okay. So I'm taking this white label program and because literally what I was doing was building pages and funnels and websites and all the things in Kajabi. And I'm like, why the hell are, I'm just, why don't they just pay me instead? Like that doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, uh, decided that that was, um, a good option for me. I, um, had signed up for someone's free trial. I was investigating stuff for one of my clients and I was looking at this and I was like, this feels, this looks familiar. And I was like, I was like, did you white label this? And she was like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, tell me all the things, how, like, this seems like something that I need for my business. So that's what I decided to do. And so not only is it a standalone product, but it's also a value added product. So my clients, I'm going to include it while we're working together. Right. And offering, I'll set it up for you we'll transfer all your shit into this right. new product <laughs> because who's got the time to do that? Nobody. Me and my team. That's who, yep. right? We <laughs> the time. We'll fit, we'll do it for you. So, um, but being able to, I think, you know, show your expertise on a variety of platforms, um, why you use them, what they do, what problems they solve, um, I think could be really helpful. But considering, you know, having a white label product that you can then sell could help you push yourself to that next level um, of being able to have that, you know, incoming income that 
is outside of the other things that you are doing. Yeah, for sure. You know what um, I'm saying? So- so I'm an affiliate for Kartra. So I have some of that going on. Like if I'm mm-hmm. helping people get set up and that's a lifetime affiliate. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not a huge fan. I tried go high level and I tried it as n- numerous people's white label platforms. Um, I just felt that Kartra with 17 hats kind of did that job and it just had to kind of be separate. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's definitely something I did consider kind of when I was looking into that, as far as that goes. So I think the affiliate side is kind of that for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then obviously getting more people onto Kartra as affiliates and setups and more people on 17 hats, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So being able to have those affiliates, is, I think is really awesome. You know, and if yeah. that's, that's the direction you want to stay, then continue pushing that, you know, yeah. <coughs> um, Another thing to consider is, um, you know, the, uh, creating, so your hustle and flow evergreen content is that, are you showing people how to use these platforms and programs? Yeah. So it kind of ties in time management with all of that. So there's a section for like foundations and mindset. So just kind of our methods and how we teach stuff. Um, and then there's a section for like basically getting your shit together. (laughs) Uh, so all of your digital files, your email, um, organizing all that backend stuff, your task management. So we do teach Asana and then there's a like clients and cash section where we teach a like sales power hour, but having a CRM with 17 hats. And then there is a section for like, once you're ready to scale, now we can teach you Kartra to start bringing in like sales pages and stuff. So, um, we did narrow it down to those three platforms. I stopped giving people options because we gave lots of options before and everyone was overwhelmed. So, um, I basically was like these systems that I'm giving you can work in any platform, but like, mm-hmm. this is the platform I t- I'm teaching because it works. So mm-hmm. we definitely go through all of that tutorials, that kind of thing, but it does tie in a lot of like calendar management, time management stuff too. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's a huge struggle for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so then it's, you, it's coaching and, and planning calls and accountability calls too. So mm-hmm. on top of the course material, it's, it's a group mm-hmm. program. Yeah. yeah. So do you notice a certain, um, type of entrepreneur or, or a niche that is attract you are attracting into this, um, program? Yeah. So they are definitely service-based and online, okay. um, mainly <coughs> women. I think we've only had like one or two guys try to join and jump in. Um, so mainly women and then a lot of bookkeepers, which I thought was interesting and a lot of course creators and creatives, which that makes sense because there's a lot of people that they're creative, they're good at what they do, but they're just not systems or organization minded. Mm -hmm. Um, so marketing people, I've got some VAs in there. So it, it does kind of range, but they're all online service providers for the most part. Okay. And, um, is, do you see any potential, um, for attracting product-based? I don't think so. Um, not that I wouldn't like it. It's just extra systems and extra inventory and Shopify and e-commerce. And I'm not versed in that. So I think that would have to, if that was something that came into play, it'd be something that was pretty far down the line. Okay. Um, Okay. And then, um, so when you were talking before that you've had, you know, six figures, three years in a row, and you're trying to get to the next level, um, what is your capacity with the number of clients that you can relatively serve in order to, you know, have you done, done the math to figure out (laughs) how many can you realistically serve, um, and not putting yourself in that state of, you know, oh my God, now I have no time for the, for the the time freedom that you started the business for to begin with. Yeah, for sure. That's a great question. Um, so yes, I have very much so done the math. So Mm -hmm. 300, 385 people in hustle to flow hits a million dollars in revenue a year. Um, I would have to hire coaches at that point to bring that on, but we're realistically looking to do a hundred this year and get it to the hundred mark. Mm -hmm. Um, and then as far as VIPs, I can typically take about three of those per month before I can max out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so, um, what is your, um, your VIP day compared to your group coaching cost wise? Yeah. So hustle to flow is either 200 a month for 12 months or 1997. If they pay in full for the year. 
Mm-hmm. And then VIP days are typically 3,500. I have worked with some bigger companies where we'll bundle like three or four days together and they get kind of a discount, but typically it's in that $3,500 range for the VIP mm-hmm. intensive. So is the group coaching an, a year program? It is. Yes. Wow. Okay. Have you thought about, uh, I'm just going to tell you that I feel like you're really underpriced for okay. a one year, for a one year program. You right? wouldn't be the first, you wouldn't be the first person I've had. I've had another person tell me that. So my, my one year program and I'm doing done for you is $1,500 a month minimum. And then I have a $2,800 a month program is like, I have two packages, right? So I feel like you are really underpriced for a one-year program. Okay. Um, I do want to make it accessible for those business owners that are struggling still. So I, I felt like, cause I almost call it like a first level mastermind mm-hmm. because I felt like that wasn't there. It was, you either pay for a $10,000 mastermind to get that support or you pay for a group coaching and it's less support kind of thing. So I tried to mix that, but what if we cut it down and made it a six month thing? Do you feel like that's more feasible? Um, no, I still think, I still think, okay. you, yeah, I still think that you are undervaluing yourself, um, in a, in a major way. Um, I think okay. the VIP day is priced, uh, accordingly. Yeah. Right. I do. I think that's, that's a, a good price. Um, and I, and I think, you know, you can, I mean, if you honestly wanted to do this, this is, you know, you can have where it's do it on your own. There's no coaching that goes with it. It's just the course. It's just, and it's literally you're on your own. That I think could be okay at that price point. But if you're going to be adding in group coaching and time and, you know, from you, um, you, we got to, you got to increase that price. Okay. You're going to increase that price. And so having the, you know, do it on your own, which requires no time from you then you can have that thing for the beginning entrepreneur who is like, I don't have any money. I'm, um, I get very, um, I get, uh, I don't want to say annoyed. That's not the right word, but it is the right word. (laughs) Um, I just did a video about this the other day is that, you know, when I went from being a full-time photographer to being, okay, now I'm going to be a business consultant. Um, I try to do everything on the cheap everything I wanted, I didn't want to pay for anything because I was in scarcity mindset. And there happens to be this thing. And I don't know why, but people are like, I'm going to start a business with no money. And you're like, how the hell do you think that you're going to be able to have branding, build a website? Like they try to, okay, I'm going to make my own logo. I'm going to build my own website and I'm going to do everything on the, the, the free version of everything. And I started realizing that because I wasn't valuing the programs, the tools, the systems that I was using, I was getting mediocre service. I was getting mediocre. Um, like I was, I was not leveling up. And once I decided to start paying for, um, coaching, start paying for, you know, the, the non-free version, the paid versions, (laughs) then everything changed in my business. And I think that there's always a place for the, for the newborn entrepreneur. But I think if you've been in business for a few years, like you were saying, and you're not willing to spend money, then you shouldn't have a business. Yeah. Right. And I think we, we have to sometimes have a little bit more tough love. And I think, I think that's where I'm at. I think that like, I want to serve those people because I get it. I feel it. I was there. Um, but I also am tired of people not showing up and doing the work and getting the results. And I honestly think that's why hustle to flow is not blown up because they're coming in and they're doing the free things and they're not putting everything in place and they're not implementing and they don't listen to the advice that I give or the coaching. Um, and I actually said this the other day, I'm like, I'm just going to burn my email list down because no one's doing anything now. Granted I've kind of changed and lots of opt-ins and all the things, right. So like Mm -hmm. a lot of them probably don't fit what I'm doing now, 
Um, but how, how do I go about finding those, those people that are in that space, that they're ready, they're real business owners. They're all in, they're ready to spend the money Mm -hmm. where I can say the course is 2000, or if you want group coaching for a year, it's 6,000, right? Like I just feel like I have not hit that like ideal target market that's at that spot, which is why I think I've just kind of stuck with where I'm at right now. Yeah. So when you think about the people who are, um, at that breaking point, right. They're like, something has to give, right. So what are, what are they doing right now? That's not working. Yeah. I mean, the two biggest things I see that make the biggest difference is putting a CRM in place because Mm -hmm. so many businesses do not have them. I've even worked with bigger companies that they're like, yeah, we have a spreadsheet. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I know. Right. I'm like, how? uh, Okay. Cool. At least have an air table. If you're going to have a spreadsheet, at least have an air table. Right. (laughs) Um, and then the other piece of that is just task management and having almost that second brain, right? Like they, are trying to keep it in 7,000 notebooks and sticky notes and this, that, and the other, and they don't have goals. And like, they're just doing things that never go anywhere. Um, so I would say those are the two biggest things that we come in and Mm -hmm. we overhaul and set up a CRM that's easy to use, set up that sales power hour for them on their calendar. Uh, because that's where the money is, is following up with potential clients. So when you think about the, the service-based entrepreneurs that you're serving, how many of them have teams? Um, if we're looking at the hustle to flow side, they do not have teams. They might be ready to bring on a VA, Mm -hmm. but they're still, they're not really ready. VIP side. Typically they have at least a VA, sometimes Mm -hmm. an OBM with a couple other contractors. Yeah. So I would say that I feel like the thing that is going to like, who is the person who is uh, like where I was, I was like, how the hell am I doing all of this? I need an assistant. I need someone, I need to, I need a team member. Right. And so November was okay, fine. I'm ready. I I just have to freaking do this. And in order to get, I did get my business. I felt like ready because I didn't want to look like a fool and say, fix my mess. Right. Cause I, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I, tell, I tell everyone they need me to come in from a high level before they can bring in a VA. Right. And so if you were to focus and yeah. start using the language around, you are ready for a VA, but you're scared to death because you don't have your processes and your systems in place. And you don't know what does the onboarding look like for, for that person? How do you communicate with them that you have, you have a way to, to get out what's in your head and have them and have them do it. So I feel like that is like the, the gap, right. Is for someone who is ready for a VA and are not taking the plunge yet, because there's that thing, this thing holding them back. So not only could you come in and say, I'm going to help you get your business ready to bring in a VA. Yep. So making them feel more confident in what that new process is going to look like. So not only do they have, they're making money in order to pay for a VA. Yep. Right. So there's income coming in, you know, that they are growing, they are scaling and they're like, shit, I need to like, something has to change. I can't do this all by myself anymore. Yep. I feel like that's your person. Uh, Yeah. I think you're right. Because I think if they've got a bigger team than just bringing on the VA, they're the VIP people. Those are mostly referral relationships, Mm -hmm. networking connections, that sort of thing. That part, I've never had a problem really growing just because, and that's where most of my income has come from because I'm the behind the scenes. So I'll go to a networking yeah. and then we do the connections mm-hmm. and follow-ups. It's been the one-to-many approach that I need masses of people in the same kind of target market. So, yeah. 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 And I feel like, you know, I don't know that I would have signed up for something that was going to take me a year to get there. Okay. Right. Because I need like, okay, I'm ready. I'm growing so fast. I can't keep up with myself. I, I need help right now. Right. So looking at doing something that's going to give, it's going to take a year for me to get my business shit put together. I feel like that's too long. 
And I think, again, I did that for the people that are in that space of like, they don't even have a lot of clarity yet. So like they need that year to like flesh things out. So that makes sense. So I feel like you could have, you know, um, an accelerated version for the person who is like, let's fucking get shit done. Right. Right. (laughs) And for the person who is, um, more interested in the slow and steady, um, still trying to figure out all of the things, right. They're, they're in the beginning stage. They're like that, that first year entrepreneur, then the person who was like me, uh, I, I wanted it right now. Like, I don't got time to wait. Like I need to, I need to do this. Otherwise I'm going to drown. And that was that I would have definitely paid for someone to have, you know, whether it was once a week calls with me for a month in order to get all of the things figured out, like this has like a short accelerated high ticket sort of thing. Right. So this almost kind of like a, a new program almost where the V it's a VIP day with additional follow-up because it really, I don't know if you're going to be doing done for you stuff or not, but being able to have done, if you're going to be adding done for you, you have to raise the price. Gotcha. So, so you would still have the DIY course at the 2000 with no coaching. Yeah. And they, I mean, if they want to do it for a year and break it up into $200 a month, I don't care. Right. right whatever. Right. But for the people that are, you know, having an accelerated version for, for these people that are like on this cusp that are like, they've got money pouring out their ears, but they can't keep up with the day to day. Okay. Um, I feel like that's your person. And I feel like the best way to help them is to, and this may have to become a customized thing where you're asking them what do you need help with? What can I do to alleviate this pressure that you're feeling? Well, I just need someone to take all of my con my contacts and upload it into a CRM. Cool. We got you. I need someone to help me figure out how do I onboard this VA? I need to hire a VA and I don't, I don't know how to, how do I give them projects to do? How do I communicate this? Great. We got you. We'll help you set up a system, right? Yep. So being able to really figure out what it is that they need help with. And then you can say, okay, here's a customized package for you. Yep. And, you know, cause not everybody's the same, you know, and whether they're like, I'm going to do it yep. on my own. Cause they're, I like to, I'm a DIYer versus I just need someone to do this for me because I don't have the time. Right. Yep. So with a DIYers, I can't obviously go down in price. Do you feel like that's still something at the $200 a month price point that they would be willing to pay for? I still feel like you're, it's so low. (laughs) $200 a month is so low, right? It is. It is. And they literally get in and completely transform their digital workspace, Mm -hmm. their calendar management, task management, CRM. So I would just put that on evergreen and I would just have it as a course and I wouldn't worry about, you know, um, it's, it's there, right. It's there. Um, anything that's going to have to do with you, um, doing more, um, coaching accountability done for you. I feel like that's a whole nother level. That's those are upsells. Those are add-ons. And, you know, for people that are like, you know, um, going to be signing up for a VIP or going to be signing up for any other accelerated sort of thing, you can absolutely say, I have a video in my program. I'm going to send to you, or I'm going to give you access to this, you know, (coughs) as a part of, yeah, us working together because there's some videos in here that I think could really help you with explaining how I do what I do. Now with the accelerated, so like this middle, right. That's not (coughs) full on done for you during the VIP day. Do you feel like, I still feel like it's going to need to be three months. Like there's so much stuff to be able to Mm -hmm. go in and overhaul. I think three months, a 90 day thing, I think is perfectly fine. And price point that you're thinking minimum 5,000. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I think the biggest thing is it's 
a one-time investment for systems mm-hmm. that are on repeat constantly. Exactly. It's literally rinse and repeat. Exactly. Right. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Something to think about for sure. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Now those people that are holy moly, I need to hire a VA. I'm not there. Can't do it. Don't know where to even start. Do those people live on TikTok? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, um, you know, um, you'll see a lot of creatives, people that are, you know, making stuff. Um, you'll see coaches on there. You'll see, um, affiliate marketers. You'll see, um, I mean, there's just so many various types of people and people that have super huge followings. Um, and you know, their whole job is to be a content creator. They essentially have a business right? They essentially have a business and they need support. They need organization. They need to like figure out what's the balance between creating content and living my life. Yeah. Right. But they need support. They need a VA. They need someone to basically set up everything, you know, because they also, they also wind up turning into like selling digital products or courses or something like that templates, you know, Yep. I see a whole lot of digital creators on there, like sharing all the, the cool Canva hacks and, you know, all yeah. the things. and I'm always like, wow, that's so cool. And then they always have some sort of thing. Like I have a digital download, you know, and, um, yeah. get you on their list. Yeah. And I think we, we've already, I've already contemplated putting, putting together, we've got the productivity pod shop, um, dot co as a website. So all of the stuff that's inside of there can be sold individually as templates. We have so many, like literally everything is templatized, literally everything. Right. So, (laughs) you know, having a way for people to purchase that stuff in a store or something like that, that's another, you know, um, a way to get some residual income. Yeah. As far as, okay. So like community building, I do have a free community. It's hosted on mighty networks. Um, so we have our own app. Um, it is, we also our course material on there for our students. So like they can just go straight to the app. What are some ways to get people activated? I feel like it's the same issue with my email list and my community. Like they've come in, they found me somehow they're liking, they're commenting. I think a lot of them are introverts and lurkers because that's what I am. So I feel like I'm attracting a lot of that. Like, how can I get them activated to do the things? (laughs) Um, well, you got to figure out what's important to them. So is it, um, are they competitive? Do they like contests? Do they need some sort of motivation? Um, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people always say, um, that they, oh yes, I need that. And then you create it. And then they're like, you know, it takes (laughs) how many, how many things to build a new habit. Right. So it's, it's the habit. Um, one of the things that I really like about the new platform that I was telling you about is there's a, the texting feature, right? So, um, after someone, um, you know, signs up for whatever, then it can send them a text message and being able to communicate with people in that way, I think is, um, it's, it's not new, but it's becoming more and more popular to nurture and nurture an audience. Um, and Twilio is, um, pretty affordable when it comes to having that. I don't know if 17 hats. Uh, card trick connects with Twilio actually. Okay. There you go. Mm -hmm. So you could try that. And then what did you say was the the app that you're using? Um, so it's mighty networks. So it's very similar to a Facebook group, but they've got their own app. Yeah. Yeah. So I've used mighty networks before as well. And I know as much as we want to know, we want to have our own community. 
off of Facebook. The thing yeah. is, people bitch about it and they and they say they want it, but then they're still stuck in Facebook and yep. they're not willing to leave the app to go somewhere else. So one thing that I, I mean, there's Slack, there's Discord, there's like all of these other, you know, platforms and ways to build community. It's so freaking hard to get people, they say they want it, but the reality is, is that they're really just not going to do it. And I, trust me, girl, I have tried. Um, the other thing that I've, that I, I set up that actually worked really well for, um, for a community was I set up a group Marco Polo. It was with a smaller group. Um, I think we had 10 people, but it was, um, like people could come on and literally just share a little bit about what was going on for them. And the support that came through that was so incredible. And it literally was, you know, um, the whole purpose of it was I had started this thing called the no excuses network. And I was literally doing a once a week thing where I, I created this card deck and every week it was a new small micro challenge of something that they could do to put into their business, whether it was writing a blog post or it was, being a guest on a podcast. I don't know, some yeah. like little, <laughs> little things, right? Little micro things. And what wound up happening, not by my intention, was that they started using it as like, I'm struggling with this. And then they started talking about personal things that they were going through and struggling with. And then other, the other members would come in and offer support and we're here for you and we got you. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so amazing. But it was literally just a little Marco Polo that I started just to be able to communicate what the challenge was for the week. And I'd give a little, you know, extra to go with it. <clears throat> and it worked out really freaking well. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I would do that with a huge group of people, but with right. smaller little chunks of people, you could totally have like little cohorts, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just a yeah a creative way for people to share and to feel connected to each other. Um, that's not through words. It's through video. Right. I know it's the thing that introverts are all. Yeah, and I think, I mean, we've like. built the group up to almost 500 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've, we've built it up to 500. I think, like you said, that micro challenge, I think that is something I could definitely do I, again, like I'm trying to solve all the world's problems in like a five minute video. That's how I operate. I'm like, mm-hmm. just go do all the things. So I think breaking it up is huge. Um, we moved from Facebook to that because we got no engagement on Facebook because my people are shiny objects. Like they go on there and they completely get distracted. So they did nothing. So I do feel like we've gotten more engagement than we would have over there and it's grown faster, but I think you're right. Like the small little micro challenges, the text feature, being able to get that in place, um, and like contests and stuff, I think would be huge. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to figure out like, and ask them yeah. honestly, like, and what I'm really, you- I'm really bad about that. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, um, market research is like one of those things that is really, I taught, I teach market research, like right. <laughs> before you launch the thing, you need to be asking people if that's what they actually want, because we make assumptions and we right. think we know what people want, but then when we yeah. actually stop and listen and they tell us and you're like, Oh shit, I was making stuff for somebody that didn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Right? I did. I've done it both ways. I did a Trello course and like spent two months building it and it was great and amazing. And then no one bought it. <laughs> Right. Girl, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. You have no idea how many times I, I one time put together this thing called business reboot camp (laughs) 2.0. I interviewed 33 people and I have the giant ass workbook. Huge, (laughs) huge. Nobody. Yep. Yep. So then we did hustle to flow differently and I sold it before I created anything and we got 10 people in. So I, I I do know that version, but I think it's just 
a me thing, like being an introvert and a projector, like asking for things. And I know that I can do better with that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So typically when you are, since you are, you know, um, not wanting to ask, you're not wanting to put out a call to action. Uh, what does that look like when you, during your launching, if you are scared to be asking for stuff? Um, we did it for the last launch when it was at, so it was at $67 a month instead of the 200. Um, so I felt more confident because I'm like, Hey guys, no, seriously, the price is going up kind of situation. So I felt better about that just because like, I knew that I could push it and be like, this is a thing. Like if you want in, get in, this is last time. So I felt better about it there, but like on the new price point, um, I guess I've just not, and we revamped some of the content too. So I think there's just been a disconnect of like, there a fear. For it. is there a fear in there a little bit about rejection or with money oh, or something oh, like for that? Sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. <laughs> I grew okay. up extremely poor. So someone told okay. me I could charge $300 an hour and I'm like, you're on crack. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have a story for you. Okay. So <clears throat> I was a boudoir photographer, hence this beautiful okay. couch. Okay. Yep. And, um, I remember I was, uh, I created this beautiful PDF pricing guide that I could send to my clients and I revamped my prices and I was, you know, my minimum package was starting now at like $1,500. And my husband was like, you're too expensive. Nobody is going to pay that. And I was like, well, you're not my fucking client. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Right. Because here's the thing. His upbringing was he was the only child. If he needed a pair of shoes, his mom had to work overtime. Okay. So they had, he had his, has his own money issues. If I would have listened to him, I would not have been able to confidently sell $3,000 photo packages. It was really, it was an experience. Like I didn't want to just be a photographer. I wanted to have an amazing experience that women would never forget. It was empowering. They would leave feeling so amazing. Right. So it's really about the value that you're providing. So we, I'm going to tell you this rule. This is a rule that I had to learn for myself. It started when I was a photographer, but I have carried this rule with me into this business. You don't get to be in other people's checkbooks. Yep. So your own, you are not your client. So what you would pay is not what you charge. You base your pricing off of your income goals, off of your cost of doing business, off of that not what you think people will pay. Yep. Because if I thought that nobody would pay $2,800 a month for my service, and I had people enthusiastically saying yes, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to throw up. Yep. Right? So you cannot be in other people's checkbooks. You can't ask people, what would you pay for that? Yep. And I I don't think I'm at that. I wasn't really ever at that point, but it is, it has been a fear of like, I increased it from 67 a month to 200. And I'm like, that's that's a big gap. (laughs) But the thing is, is that what you're, the value that you're providing though, is so much bigger. People are basically paying more for an iPhone than they're paying for your program. Oh, oh, that one hit hard. (laughs) Do you see what I'm saying? Yep. Right. So people will spend money on the things that they value. I do not value designer handbags. So you will not see me at the Michael Kors store buying a $3,000 purse. I do not value that. I will, however, spend $200 on a dress at a boutique because I know it's supporting a local business. And I know that the quality is going to last me for a while versus going to freaking 
Forever 21 or Ross and spending $20 on a dress that's going to last two times in the wash. Yep. So it's figuring out the value that you provide, the service that you provide, and communicating that. What is the end result that you give people? And when you tell them that this thing is going to solve their problem, they'll be like, give me, give, take my money. Yeah. It doesn't even, um, it doesn't even matter what the money is. And I'm going to give you another lesson. My coach said this to me and I was like, oh shit. Oh, damn. He says it's easier to sell a $25,000 package than it is to sell a $250 package. Mm. I could see that. Oh, snap. Right. Because when something is less money, when it's on the lower end, people expect cheap, low quality. Yep. When it's a higher price point, people expect better quality, better results. And guess what else happens when you pay more money, you show up. Yes. I'm not showing up for a $200 thing. Yep. You gotta be, I gotta be at least, I gotta be at least $500 or a thousand dollars a month for me to show up. Yep. Okay. Because otherwise I'm like, ah, whatever, ah, whatever. And that's where I'm at right now. I have a few loyal people that come to everything all the time. And I know it's a numbers game, but there's a huge percentage of people that are just like, "Eh, whatever. It's $250 a month. No, like big deal. Yeah. So that's, that's what I want to get away from. I need action takers. I need serious. So you're going to get action takers. If you raise your prices, you will get action takers. You will get people that are actually serious about it when you increase the price to minimum $500 a month. Yep. Do you understand? Yep. Because there is a, this threshold of, oh my God, I'm going to throw up. I'm investing in my business, which was me yep. two years ago when I invested yep. <laughs> in my first coach, $650 a month. And I thought I was yep. going to fucking barf. Yep. That was me last year. <laughs> but guess what it did? It forced me to get my shit together because now I had a bill to pay and I had to get clients in order to pay for it. Yep. It forced me to get serious. And now I'm still in that same coaching for they've raised the price of $2,500 a month. And I'm still only paying 650 because I'm grandfathered. Right. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, my level of showing up is very different. When I first started, I showed up to everything. And now I'm like, I show up to my, to my, my call. And I don't really participate in all the other group shit. I ain't got time for that. I'm busy. Yep. yep. Time is money. Yep. Do you Very see much. what I'm saying though? hundred percent. Does this make sense? Does this like fuel you to like make some adjustments here? Yep. I think I'm going to strip the group coaching and just make it a course and then basically just duplicate it and add the group coaching for a higher price point. Well, you can also add an upsell course, upsell, add on group coaching, right. For a nice price point. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you're really truly giving people, um, the choice, but you need to make any, anything that is going to be any sort of group coaching program. I think you need to be at least $500 a month. Yep. And you just need to take your own fear of rejection and your own money issues out of the equation. (coughs) And in order to start getting the results and the, and getting yourself to the next level, this is what has to happen. Now, are you going to get less clients? Probably, but the quality of client is going to be much greater. So basically two clients for the price of one. So one client is going to cover, you know what I mean? It's going to replace yep. two crappy clients that weren't showing up. Yep. I like it. Then guess what else happens? Your ROI uh, goes right. through the roof because <laughs> if they're getting results, they're turning around and telling other people about you. Do you see what I'm saying? And that's my, that's the missing piece. That's the missing piece is they're not showing up and doing the things. So they're, they're not, not getting, getting results. results. 
and it's yeah. not, or they're like tiny results or like, oh, here's a yeah. quick little win, but like, yeah. eh. and yeah. it's never because everyone's like, oh my God, hustle to flow. That's the greatest name ever. You're going to help me like get my shit together. And I'm like, well, tell all your friends about it. Right. <laughs> and I think that is the missing piece is they're not showing up and doing the work right. and not yeah. getting the full results right. and not passing along. Yeah. So I think you need to have a put up or shut up meeting. Yep. Yep. Okay. With the people that are currently in your group and you need to say, listen, you're not showing up and I'm not comfortable having you continue in a program where you're not showing up. Yep. The whole purpose of this is to help you get a result and you're not, you're not logging in, you're not doing the work. And frankly, you're just wasting your money and you're wasting my time because I feel like I'm chasing you. Oh yes. <coughs> yep. And nobody, no, that's not, that's not a good feeling. You don't want to be chasing sure. people. I don't <laughs> No, no. And so I don't know what you're what that looks like, but having yeah. a come to Jesus talk. Yep. Is what I like to call it. We're going to come to like Jesus <laughs> and we're going to have that, that, that hard conversation. And we're going to set some boundaries. What does, you know, uh, one of my clients is a boundaries coach <clears throat> and you know, she would talk about she having boundaries in your business, having boundaries as a coach, what's okay. What's not okay. Yep. Right. And asking them to share, what are they willing, what are they committing to? And you may also decide you may want to have an application process instead of a buy now button. You have to fill out this application because I want to make sure that you actually are committed to this. And I'm going to ask you some really hard questions on this application. And it, yeah, it may deter people, but again, it's going to impact your ROI. Yep. <clears throat> For sure. So it's kind of like you're giving your little business, what I like to call giving your business a facelift. There we go. <laughs> That's what I do. I love to give businesses a facelift, right? Where you're fixing the shit that's not working, but first you got to figure out what's working and what's not working in order to fix, in order to fix it. For sure. So yeah, you can I even ask them what's working and what's not working. What's not working for you. Why are you not showing up? What's not working? Yeah. And we, we just did that with the overhaul of the content and it was because it was too much, too big long videos, all of that. So we completely fixed all of those problems we've streamlined. So even the people going into the new content, they're like, Oh my God, this is so much better. So okay. we, we definitely did that. But again, the come to Jesus talk of like, Hey, you're yeah. still not doing the things. You're still not doing the things. <laughs> yeah. So why are you wasting your time? Yep. Why do you, sure. why are you wasting your money? You just enjoy giving me a couple hundred dollars a month and not doing the work. Okay. Right. <laughs> Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Come to Jesus talk, assessing program and pricing and a gigantic list of TikToks. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes. And literally all you, I'm not even joking. You can literally go through your, any content that you have out there, just make a one minute video about it. Yep. Can you, which way can you repurpose TikTok to Instagram or Instagram to TikTok or not at all? <clears throat> so here's the thing. I'm just going to be real with you. Yep. They both want original content on each of their platforms. Yep. So I don't recommend um, taking the same video and posting it on, on a different platform, okay. making a, a similar video for each platform is okay. And there, and you'll notice Instagram reels is very different than TikTok. So Gary V would say, create <laughs> the content on the platform, how they want you to create the content. Yep. Use the, use the platform the way that it's designed. And that just means you're going to have to slice and dice. Um, it means you're going to, you know, just doing yep. the things, how the platform wants you to show up. Yep. And I think you're right. I've been doing Instagram. <clears throat> I did reels. I did posts. I was pretty consistent for a while and 
it wasn't doing much. So yeah. now, now we have to try something try, different. Try something <laughs> different. Be sure to come follow me. I'm at Elaine the Brain Terso. Okay. <laughs> Will do. Will do. Get that profile all optimized and all the things. <laughs> Good. Good. Okay. I love it. So do you feel like you have a plan? You feel like you have do. clarity? Do you feel like you... I do. Yeah. Okay. No, that was super helpful. And again, you like, these are all things I've heard before, right? Of but course. From a different person, different point of view. Yeah. It's always, always super helpful. So list of TikToks, come to Jesus talk program pricing. We got a plan. Fan fucking tastic. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening and tuning in. Um, I hope you uh, found some value in this. Remember don't be in other people's checkbooks. Don't be in other Charge what you're worth. <laughs> you are worth charging more than an iPhone. <laughs> mm, that one hit hard. That one hit hard. Yep. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you later.